0: the unknown makes us react in horrible ways. Decades ago, when schizophrenia was not well understood, fear was a convenient choice. Instead of offering hope to a schizophrenic in the middle of a psychotic episode, the society mocked them, dehumanized them, sapping their confidence and their will to live. Welcome to the Changing Perceptions Podcast, a show where I will talk about the social, ethical, medical, and scientific issues surrounding mental health. I am Dee, your host. In this episode, I will share with you my personal story about MK, who had schizophrenia, and how I was able to take what I could, and accept it, as hard as that might have been. You see, I was a student, quite young and naive, and we were at a work-study tour at an archaeological site. It was the penultimate day of our trip, if I remember correctly. It was a very hot mid afternoon. I don't remember that day the sky being blue. It was hazy and red too. All of a sudden, I noticed a dust cloud approaching from the left. Then I heard a faint voice Sister. Sister, I turned around and saw this young boy charging right towards me. And when he came close, I recognized him as the helper we had hired for that week. This didn't look good. You have to come right away to the camp. Or he will die, is all I remember he having said. And I understood right away. I dropped whatever I was doing and ran with the boy. We flagged cyclists and hitched a bumpy ride back to the camp. I remember it was about three miles from where the dig site was to where our campsite was. One of my classmates had mental health issues. That morning, when we left for the excavation site, MK stayed back because he wasn't feeling 100%. I had left the camp with specific instructions with this helper. So now you understand why as soon as I saw him, something felt not right. When I finally arrived at the camp, my heart sank. I saw MK standing in the blazing heat. And waving a large stick at the crowd that had gathered around him he was having one of his episodes I tried to talk to MK but his eyes were unfocused he would not let me enter his invisible circle he had drawn around him it was like a fence I asked the helper to get me a pail of cold water and I told MK what I was going to do and emptied all the water on him. I immediately grabbed MK and somebody took a stick away from him. After administering first aid and medication I sat down with M.K. and asked him what he was hearing. He told me, they're coming to get him. And they're chasing him on fast motorbikes. And he was protected in the invisible circle. Reassured MK that I was going to protect him and he was safe from those evil guys. You see, MK, a handsome, loyal, smart kid, had witnessed the horrific lynching of his father when he was 11. He grew up with psychotic schizophrenia. I was one of the people in our class who had his trust and could approach him even when he was in the throes of a psychotic episode. After that conversation, I remember I stayed up watching MK while he slept through the night and part of next morning. I was glad that we were headed back that night as we were ill-equipped to give him the best care in that remote place. We got on the train that night and in the middle of the night, I was woken up when there was trouble. I went to check up on MK and saw something that has scarred me for life. It was so dehumanizing to see our friend, my brother, chained like an animal, muzzled like a dog. He apparently had bit a couple of passengers who had mocked him during another episode. The cops said they had no other choice. Soon after we reached our destination, MK was committed to a psychiatric ward. He, back then in late 80s, for his condition, which was misunderstood, the last order of treatment, or the last resort of treatment, was electric shock therapy. The last time I saw MK. He was a shell of himself and looked thoroughly beaten down and did not even recognize me or his mom. MK was a shell of himself. MK lost his battle with life in just a few short months after that. Back then, when I met MK, I did not know the term schizophrenia or psychotic, and it did not matter. I just offered my unconditional friendship to MK. I did not tell him his hallucinations were wrong or imaginary. I calmly told him that I did not see things that he saw but acknowledged his visions. I told him I was there to listen to him. I did not blame him, argue or even pretend to tell him that I knew how he felt. Treating mental illness is not just through medical interventions, like shock therapy and medication, but also through social interventions in the communities. I was able to offer hope to MK during some of his deepest, psychotic episodes so I would say offer hope be vocal and speak up for mental health advocacy the human spirit can overcome anything in life if it has hope Thank you for listening to this episode of the Changing Perceptions Podcast. I really enjoyed sharing with you how as a naive college student, unaware of even the word schizophrenia, being there for my friend in the most humble way has made an indelible mark in my life. If you liked this episode, Please share the link with your friends. The more awareness we create and the stories we can share will make it easier for us as a society to get to know someone like MK and not treat them as just another statistic. Join me on the next episode as I talk about other mental health issues.